0: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having a great start to your Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day to each and every one that is listening but possibly even more importantly for Braves Country, happy pitchers and catchers are finally reporting day. You know, this is this is the time that many of us to check point that many of us wait every off season to arrive. We're basically about 6 weeks out from the new season starting and spring camp/spring training is about to start. Of course, you can find all the great Battery Power podcast content at batterypower.com at batterypowersb and across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest. From Atlanta. So the big key is this is that as we enter spring camp, as we enter spring training, there are storylines to follow. And for the Braves, I really think what it centers on this spring training compared to last year is that the Braves just simply want for there to be good health throughout camp. That's the first storyline that that really stands out to me. If you go back to last year and spring camp was starting and we were beginning to see, you know, pitchers and catchers report, pitchers and catchers start to work out, we had two noticeable, unexpected storylines. Now, don't get me wrong. Anytime that you go into a spring camp in baseball, especially on the pitching side of things, you're always going to have one or two pitchers that are likely going to be behind their teammates because, you know, of, a certain soreness or, you know, they, they need to, you know, stretch out, you know, maybe their shoulder or their elbow or what have you. There's always going to be one or two pitchers who are a little bit behind the rest of their teammates because they, you know, just need a little bit extra longer to be stretched out. There, there are always going to be reports like that for nearly every major league team when it comes to spring camp. But last year, At this time, we started to hear, you know, within a week of pitchers and catchers reporting, we started to hear a few rumblings of concern. You know, we heard about a quarter zone shot that Kyle Wright had had gotten in January of 2023. And we also had heard that that Mike Soroka was dealing with a, a, a bit of, you know, injury that kept him behind as well. Well, of course... Kyle Wright coming off his 22-win season in 2022, uh, 20-plus win season. Mike Soroka really wanting to take advantage of 2023 as he hoped to enter spring training healthy. Those were two pitchers that the Braves were hoping in 2023 were going to become reliable long-term options for the rotation. But those injuries that were first reported this time last year, they obviously led to to bigger concerns. Kyle Wright wound up having shoulder issues all year long. Michael Soroka just never could find his groove last year. And unfortunately, neither one of those pitchers are in the organization anymore, as now Kyle Wright is recovering with the Royals while Michael Soroka is with the White Sox. So you're always going to hear... In my opinion, nearly for nearly every major league team, you're always likely going to hear of a few pitchers that that are dealing with minor ailments. As you enter into spring camp, the hope is, is that you is that you don't see that you know blossom into bigger injuries. And the hope for the Braves is that after experiencing so much bad injury luck last year with their arms, they'll get a bit better luck when it comes to you know their arms and not having to deal with significant injuries in spring training this year. But it's not just about managing through the likely, you know, scenario where one or two pitchers, you know, are dealing with minor ailments as they do, you know, as any team deals with every offseason, for the Braves, the second storyline for me is, you know, besides avoiding, you know, serious complications of injury um, at the start of camp, is seeing some players who are returning from injury have good starts to camp. You're talking about Tyler Matzik and Dylan Lee out of the bullpen. You're also talking about um, Waskar Yanoa, you know, Matzik and Yanoa coming off of um, Tyler Tommy John surgery and then Dylan Lee last year dealing with shoulder injuries. The one thing that stands out about this camp, about entering 2024 for the Braves and their pitching staff, is definitely their depth. But the big thing is, is that part of that depth is seeing some players who missed all uh, all of or a good portion of last year coming back and being healthy. You know, of course, you also want to make sure that, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Morton, who ended last year with an injury, he comes back well. Obviously, Max Reed, though he was healthy at the end of last year, he gets off to a good start to spring training. And, of course, new acquisition, Chris Sale, you want for him to also be healthy as well. So without a doubt, and especially after Last year for the Braves. The biggest overall question for this team coming into spring camp is can they overall keep their pitching staff in pretty good health overall and really get to see some of their best arms go through a normal spring routine and enter the season in a much healthier state than they did? last year. Speaking of pitching, when it comes to the actual performance on the field, you know, Mark Bowman of MLB.com, Chris Willis of BatteryPower.com, uh, many different uh, outlets have, have talked about the fact that one of the biggest, you know, position battles or spring spring battles that'll be there for the Braves is who's going to win that fifth starter spot. We know that Spencer Strider, Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and Chris Sale have the top four spots in the rotation. But when it comes to that fifth starter spot, you, you've got Bryce Elder, who you would think would be the leader in the clubhouse even though he struggled in the second half of last year he still was an all-star last year as well and you know that he's a source that likely could put you in a position to win with the Braves offense more often than not if you give him 150 plus regular season innings and that's a pretty good you know thing to have in a fifth starter option in Bryce Elder but we also know the Braves signed veteran, you know, reliever, you know, someone who started off as a starter earlier in his career and now a reliever. The Braves sign veteran arm Ronaldo Lopez with the intent of stretching him out to potentially be that fifth starter. You've also got top prospects Hurston Waldrop as well as AJ Smith Shaver. So the Braves have several different options that they could potentially use in that fifth starter spot. For me, though, in my personal opinion, I, I get. That, that there's intrigue in seeing who will land that fifth starter spot. But for me, the bigger focus is seeing each and every one of these pitchers effectively stretch out as spring training progresses so that you have multiple options. Because without a doubt, with the fact that you have, you know, Max Freed, who came off last year, you know he dealt with um, a forearm injury that kept him out for a good portion of the season. Charlie Morton is entering his his age 40 season coming off a, a season ending injury last year and Chris Sell, of course has had his you know ups and downs when it comes to health he's had plenty of struggles when it comes to health over the past few years. You've got several different options in this phrase rotation that already you're likely going to miss sometime as the regular season goes on. So even though the fifth starter spot, whoever feels that, is an intriguing storyline for the spring, the bigger thing to me is that each and every one of those fifth starter options gets stretched out effectively in spring training because I think each of them, especially Lopez as well as Bryce Elder, and one of either smith Shaver or Walder, probably smith Shaver to begin with, they're going to get plenty of innings as the season goes along due to others likely needing time off at some point in time. And that is is the beauty of the Braves' depth. One thing that came off last year with all the injuries that the Braves were dealing with is that, number one, you had several pitchers get Major League experience, and thus, they can be Major League depth in case injuries occur again. But you also had the motivation of the Braves to go out and get, you know, Ronaldo Lopez, Chris Sale, get uh, Aaron Bummer, um, re-sign Pierce Johnson and Joe Jimenez. The Braves really the bolstered the depth of their pitching staff with quality. So if they were to run into injuries again, they have good arms to replace those that need a break due to injury. So yes, the fifth starter spot certainly is something to watch out for as spring goes along. But for me, because you're likely going to see seven or eight different pitchers throw a significant amount of innings in your starting rotation this year, I think that seeing each of those pitchers stretched out effectively is more important because the end result is having as many of your best starters healthy and fresh once the postseason arrives and quality depth certainly helps you know the likelihood of that happening and I think that the Braves are in a better spot with quality depth this year than they were last year. Another storyline to watch is that Jared Kelenic, you know, the new acquisition for left field, you know, who the many Braves fans and the franchise, they hope that he'll truly break out this season. Seeing how he adjusts to, to, you know, new new pitchers and a new spot in the lineup, you know, maybe, you know, uh, less expectations. How can he blossom in that type of environment? Seeing how he does to add to the Braves lineup, I think it's going to be a big storyline, but also can we see when it comes to Sean Murphy, can we see him bounce back? Sean Murphy in the first half of last year truly was a potential top five MVP candidate with how well he was swinging the bat. But in the second half, it's been well documented. He fell off and fell off hard when it came to his production and it also did not allow for him to be able to add really any contribution in the postseason. Matt Olson, once he arrived from Oakland in 2022, he... He had a good year. But he also, it took him a bit of an adjustment period with a new team and a new league. But then in 2023, in his second year with the Braves, Matt Olsen had a top five MVP season. Can Sean Murphy experience the same type of evolution when it comes to him being a part of this Braves lineup? Can he put together a full campaign? I think that is something to truly watch. And of course, another thing to watch is that if we want to talk about Michael Harris II, he's done very well, obviously, at the plate in his first two years in the majors. But last year, Matt Olson really took off in spring training, which allowed for him to really have a superstar-type year in 2024. Can Michael Harris II have that type of spring training and take his next step offensively? So when we're talking about a, a storyline centered on the offense, I think that three names to watch are Jared Kelenic, Sean Murphy, as well as Michael Harris II. Because if you can have those three hitters really continue to blossom and have consistent campaigns in 2024, that's how your offense takes the next overall step. And Chris Willis of uh, 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 BatteryPower.com brought up a great point as far as another storyline that goes, is that the Braves have significant changes on their coaching staff that they're going to have to you know, work through when it comes to spring training. Now, when I say work through, I don't mean that it's really anything of concern. I just mean that it's going to take a, a bit of time for the coaches who are at first and second and third base to be able to interact with their players. Their players get to know you know, the tendencies of those coaches, all those different things that allow for that chemistry to be there that worked so well for so many years with Eric Young Sr. Senior, Senior, as well as Ron Washington. Now, to be honest with you, you're probably not going to replicate the same impact that Ron Washington and Eric Young Sr. had on this squad. But you definitely do have coaches in place that can help this squad continue to gain consistency when it comes to the offense. So seeing how the coaching staff interacts with the roster, that's another storyline to watch. So the biggest storylines of all are overall health for the pitching staff after last, after our 2023 season, you know, honestly from hell when it came to dealing with injuries, you have to hope that the Braves are due for better times when it comes to pitching health. But more than anything, you just hope to avoid serious injury to any of your best arms. Second thing is, is that obviously when it comes to the, you know, pitching rotation, yes, a big conversation is going to be about who's going to win that fifth starter spot. But for me, it's many of those options that could be the fifth starter, getting stretched out effectively because you know that you're probably going to need each and every one of them to throw significant innings this year as others need time off due to injury. So the quality depth of the Braves getting stretched out when it comes to their arms in spring training, that's a big storyline. When it comes to offensive players, three big names to watch, You know, hopefully getting really good reports out of camp, Jared Kelnick, Sean Murphy, as well as Michael Harris II. And then finally, the coaching staff being able to really new coaches implementing, you know, well within their new uh, roles, that'll be a key thing to watch as well. The first game of spring training is not played till February 24th, but of course we know, you know, we're going to get reports about players being in the best shape of their life. We're going to get reports of players maybe trying out new pitches. We're going to get reports of players, you know, looking great on the mound and at the plate. You just certainly have to hope that these reports are much more positive than negative as time goes on. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braze is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Wherever you get your podcasts, just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest podcast when it's available from the Battery Power Podcast Network anytime you choose. Until next time, happy day of pitchers and catchers reporting. Go Braze. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.